You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Our vet Pete Weatherburn is here from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray, and also his website, petethevet.com, and he writes for the People newspaper. You can see him on TV3 as well. And during the week, Pete, uh, I saw this article about, I couldn't believe it, we're being overrun by them, swarms of them, to use David Cameron's terminology. Cats. 800,000 cats in the country. Um, ah, yeah. come on. Or to be more precise, 833,000 cats. And that compares with over a million dogs. So there's not as many cats as dogs, but there's still loads and loads of cats. Um, it's relevant this week for two reasons. First of all, last Saturday was International Cat Day, and right, I missed it. Go yeah, <laughs> and this this week is this week is Feral Cat Awareness Week. Now, of course, these awareness events are. Uh, are and days they're really um, to draw attention to, to, to important subjects and for people who are passionate about cats they really want people to talk about cats in the media and so it's great to have these awareness events so that we can have a, a really good excuse to do that so let's talk about cats yes well first of all the feral cat situation mm. yeah. um, how is that campaign going about the feral cats and neutering them and putting them back out? And I think it's going really a well. There's a, there's a, a website, feralcatsireland.org, and what they've managed to do is to put together a network of community volunteers around the country of individuals who feel passionately about looking after feral cats so that when somebody has a, a, a challenge with a feral cat community. Maybe there's a neighbourhood where there's way too many cats, and uh, um, and the cats are breeding, and there's hundreds of kittens, and there's a real crisis. These volunteers are happy to come along and help them trap the cats, get them neutered, and get some of them put back, so they end up with a nice stable community of cats that don't cause anybody any bother. And that's the whole point about feral cats: is that they need to be managed. If you don't manage them, they get out of control and they they're unhappy themselves because there's not enough food and they get sick and they cause bother to neighbourhoods because they start to do things like raiding bins and, and all that sort of nonsense, you know? So, um, managing cats, managing feral cats is what it's all about and if you want, if you know of a feral cat colony that's causing problems, then go to feralcatsireland.org and they'll help you out. Right, okay, now to having cats, mm. uh, people generally have uh, not just one cat, though a lot of people do, but some people like to go for a couple of cats or so, keep themselves company and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But cats didn't strike me as uh, as wanting company, I thought they were so individual, they didn't need company. It, that's an interesting subject. Um, yeah, um, most people, funny, if you look at the percentages, well... 61% of households have either a dog or a cat. 32% um, have a dog only. 13% have a cat only. And 17% have a dog and a cat. So, you know, um, I think people mix and match quite a lot. But you're right that cats generally are they're individual creatures. They're not like dogs. Dogs naturally live in packs and, and um, they enjoy one another's company. On the other hand, cats, um, some cats like each other's company, and I, I've had cats before where we've had three cats that curl up together in a big pile of cats. Just, they love just snuggling up to each other. It's far more common, though, for cats not to get on well, and owners often don't realise this. What happens is 
they think that their cats are good bodies, but if you, as an, as an independent observer, go to their house and have a look, you'll see that um, the people maybe have got the cat's food bowls quite close together and they feed them close together, and you can see from the body language of the cats that they're going in there with their hackles up, with their heads slightly turned away from the other cat. You can just see that they're really uncomfortable with one right? another. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, it's fascinating <laughs> watching cats. Um, and... Um, also, one of the, probably the most common behavioural problem that we see with cats that I hear about is um, uh, cats, what's called um, inappropriate soiling. And what that means is they piddle in the house. And probably the most common reason for cats to piddle in a house is because they're being harassed in some way or another by another cat. And maybe there's a cat bully outside in the garden that's making them feel uncomfortable outside so they retreat indoors where they feel secure. Or it may be in the same house. Somebody might have, let's say, two cats and they've got one litter tray um, and one of the cats starts piddling some, I don't know, upstairs in a, in a bedroom or something and they ask me why. Well, the reason is that one litter tray isn't enough for two cats. The rule of thumb is is you should have one litter tray per cat plus one extra. And if you do that, you'll end up with um, cats feeling, that, you know, there's somewhere they can go that's clean and secure and somewhere that they're not going to be eyeballed by another cat as they, as they do their business. Cats like to pee in isolation without feeling in any way stressed. And so that's why they have to have the right sort of litter tray set up. So I, I, um, this week I did a question and answer session for Whiskers Cat Food. They just launched a brand new Whiskers Cat Food, the, the best ever recipe, all this sort of stuff. And, and, and I leave them. I, I actually I mean, do. Are you a cat? I, it's, it's, it's a funny thing about um, things like big, big pet food companies. There's a kind of a, um, there's a thing out there where people, the public generally seem to feel very quick to, to criticise big companies as if they're, you know, naturally going to be doing something um, which, which is... Which Make is, money, like. Yeah, just focus only on making money. <laughs> That's it, nothing else. But I can tell you, like, I, I've, I've looked into these things and I, I know that that food, the whiskers food, is, I feed it to my own cats. They love it. They do really well on it. Um, people go talk about things like... Oh, okay, we were, I'm fed well, up talking about them now. Let's anyway, move on. Look, okay. look yeah, um, just because companies are big doesn't mean that they, do think, they don't do things really, really well. That's, I suppose, my point, you know? Um, but anyway... Um, I took a question and answers live on Facebook um, during the week and I was inundated with questions about cats. There was something like nearly 200 questions came in. I was sitting there for three hours typing away answers to, to all these people with their questions about cats. Um, people who like cats love cats. People who don't like cats hate cats. And that's an interesting thing. Cats are much more divisive in that way than dogs. People tend to be a bit more neutral about dogs. People aren't neutral about cats. Love them or hate them, um, and that's that's a kind of. A, a, I'm not sure why that is. Yeah, uh, there's a thing, and uh, I heard it years ago in radio about journalists versus DJs, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? And uh, DJs were dogs. Yeah, because uh, the owner come along, pat them on the back. You're a very good dog, very good dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good, very good, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And their their ego is fine, you know, because they're patted on the back. <laughs> Journalists are like cats yes. because you know they're individual. <laughs> they don't go with the party line and all that. And they say the journalistic ethic is higher uh, uh, and more. Uh, you know, you have to express something different than the owners. Um, 
outlook on radio station or policy or whatever. Journalists are journalists. And and, they're and, just like cats. Interesting. And people are much more passionate also about their likes and dislikes of journalists compared to DJs. I mean, everybody likes DJs. They're, they're fun, friendly people. Journalists, you either love their style or you go, oh no, I can't stand what he says. You know, it's funny that, isn't it? Another th- saying that they have is that dogs look up to us and cats look down on us. And I think there's, there's something in that yeah. as well. They see us as their servants. When, he, when cats is the ideal to have? Well, uh, um, it depends on the size of your house. But I would say a general rule is don't go more than three. Once you have more than three cats, you start to get problems with house soiling, for sure. Uh, and I know people who have sometimes seven, eight or nine cats, and it's really, really difficult to do that without having behavioural problems between the cats. Because, I mean, you can do it, and some people manage it, but it's... Maybe a big house, and they, li- they live in separate areas or something, and have their some, own spots. Something like that. Maybe they have a big garden, there's more space for the cats to, to have their territory outside. But in general, um, three cats is a good limit to stick to. Should you play with your cats? Def- well, dep- listen, it depends on your cat. I think you should interact with your cats, but different cats are different and have different needs in that sense. Like, I've got three cats, and one of them spends all of his time sitting on our laps, um, wanting attention, coming up to us, wanting to be petted. Another cat w- wants to be within five yards of us, but no closer. She- he's happy just to sit there looking at us. He doesn't want to be touched or played with or anything. And the third cat, um, she-, she likes humans, but only for food. So she'll come up to you and gently pour you, but she only wants food. She doesn't want to be petted, or at least if she does, she wants to be petted for about 30 seconds, then she just hisses at you and scratches you and goes away. So, I mean, I think, <laughs> listen, I think, I think the fascin- fascinating thing about cats is that they're much, much more individualistic than dogs um they're they're very different species altogether um there's one thing i should mention and that is i mean this is a great time of year to get a kitten um there's lots of kittens around at the moment and you should choose your kitten carefully there's a bit of a problem i think in that um a lot of the lovely gentle male cats are neutered when they're young which i which is great because it helps to control the cat population but one of the downsides of that is that sometimes the only fertile breeding tomcats out there are the other stroppy, bossy, slightly feral cats that somehow managed to escape being neutered. Um, so because they're the ones that are the, 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 the ones that are left, more of the kittens come from these cats and that means that there's a, a tendency for some kittens nowadays to, to be born with a kind of sparky temperament um, and so you end up with more grumpy cats than we used to have in the past. So I'd always say to people when you choose a kitten, choose one carefully. Don't necessarily choose one that's excitable and lively. You know, go for a quieter, more placid creature and you're more likely then to have a, a quieter, more friendly cat as an adult and that's what most of us want. Sean and Avoca, I definitely uh, a uh, question. Uh, do female cats spray? Interesting, yes, they, they do to some What's extent. What's that now? What's spray? Well, it's, well, cats pass urine in two ways. First of all, they pass a puddle of urine to empty their bladder, just like us humans do. But what they also do is they pass little squirts of urine. Um, they, they, and they do that, they basically back up to things and press little squirts press little squirts out and they do that to mark their territory that's something that we humans don't generally do thank goodness so um male cats are particularly prone to do this if they're neutered they do it much less but female cats do it as well to some extent it's just what cats do to to let the world know that they've they've been somewhere (laughs) (laughs) so they do yeah yes and do male do it males do it more so yes um, okay, so I think I can take from the question that uh, Sean and Avoga knew that males do it, just wanted to do females do it. Yes, yeah. Okay, uh, might s- sound cat, but dogs look up to us 
cats look down on us, pigs look us straight in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell us about humans? Yeah, well, mm. I believe pigs are very intelligent. I they, don't know why are. we eat them. Why would we eat pigs? We, it's just custom. Can... It's just a habit. There's no... Remember Babe? Babe is a great old I know. pig. You know? Listen, if, if, you've, ever, babe, if you've ever you? known a pig well, you'd, you, you would ask yourself, you know, why am I so keen on bacon, do you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's bacon and gammon and... Uh, um, mm. You know, different types roast of roast pork and crackling. Pork, yeah. You forget that there's a, a, a living creature behind it, don't you? Yeah, an intelligent uh, one. Indeed. Okay, we're all Indeed. getting philosophical again. And listen, one thing I will say is that um, it's increasingly recognised by vets that cats are very different. There's a saying in the veterinary world which is cats are not small dogs because. Um, in the past, some vets have made a mistake of assuming that that's what they are. They're just like dogs, only smaller. They're not. They have very, very different needs. Um, and for example, we we in, in, in Old Connor Avenue, we have a, a, a cats-only clinic now where there's a waiting room where dogs aren't allowed and a consulting room where cats never go into it and a, a hospital ward, which is solely for cats. There's no barks or growls in there. And um, cats are much happier in that kind of environment. Right, right. Okay. Now, you've got enough in today with your whiskers <laughs> and your blooming <laughs> cattery and all that. <laughs> Go away there now and do some work. <laughs> Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Uh, and uh, Pete's website is petethevet.com.